Hey, what's going on? This is the Educated Guest Podcast, and I'm Justin, your host. Welcome. If this is your first time, honestly, um, I have nothing else to say but welcome and thank you. And if this is your 101st time, I just want to say thank you in the same way, and if not more. I think both people, both groups of people, if you're listening for the first or the 101st time, hopefully will get an equal experience of this virtual art school that we're building um if you in case you missed it um just this week we landed our we launched our 100th episode and the 100th episode is something very very special and there are over 17,000 downloads up to this point and counting i mean we're not stopping at 100 so there will only be more and what we're learning is that there's one archetype that we are kind of honing in as of late and if you don't fit don't worry there's plenty of content still left and plenty of time still left to build something for you but right now we're kind of focused on this mid-level if not junior creative group um what we're learning about this group is that there's many different types of people but all people want one of three things in general, people either want to start their own studio, people want to get a dream job, or they want to know if they should go back to school or not. And all of those three things require sort of like three steps in order to even make a decision about those, right? Like we're, we're, we're helping people change their mindset. And that's what comes on Mondays in form of our incomplete thoughts segment. If you're here for more than one time, then you know already about that. Now, on Wednesdays, we cover our work study segment. Work study is about the how-tos, the tools, the templates. You need that. You need the how-tos. You actually have to know what to do once you get the opportunity. And then the last thing is you need the inspiration. You need a little bit of that motivation, that extra push, and that comes on Fridays. Um, So what we're doing today is actually a Friday segment, and we're going to talk a little bit about customer experience, just brand experience, brand touch points. And I think that a lot of people overcomplicate this. And we've talked about branding before, but it's not really hit home in, in a way that's clear, concise, and you can actually stretch. Um, I think brand gets, in, you know, start, people start at the wrong level, at the wrong frame of reference. They start at 10 to the power of two when really they should zoom out a little bit more. And what I've found is that there are five touch points in the customer experience that really matter. And if you can frame a discussion in these five touch points, whether you're trying to win you know, a new client as a, as a brand new studio, or you're trying to get a dream job, or you are trying to go back to school, you know, I think that framing the discussion is more important than knowing all the details. Framing the discussion communicating in a very linear sort of uh, stepwise equation type of method is a great place to start. People discount the need for linear structure and all this other stuff. I'm even the same way. My brain is naturally a bit schizophrenic. It's naturally, I know it's a strong word. I would say my brain is naturally towards the unorganized. Therefore, I press and I seek the organized more more often than not. And I would argue even more today where people's attention spans are being stretched so thin, then they want structure. So you, they want to be guided. They want to be babysat along the way. So help them along in that way and then give them the details as they go deeper. 
All right, so let's talk about this. The five touch points begins with a simple enticement. So there's always going to be a point where people are asking a question about what is this thing? You want them to ask, what is this? And if you can do that, then you've done your job. This is primarily front of the funnel. People are in marketing, brand awareness. The people don't really have to answer for anything except eyeballs. This is the awareness stage. Are they aware? Do they know what this is? Do they know who was building it. Do they know why it was built. Those are the basic questions. Now, as soon as, and it, to use an example, this is in brick and mortar terms. This is this this is the store facade. And arguably, if you're, you know, if you're just perusing and you're only hearing about like what's what's the next store next door to the place I'm just walking out of. If it's a bar, like bars are very good case studies for this. Like there, it's very rare that bars are like running ads. You find out about the new bar because you're in that area. Most times in like very old, old cities type, you know, 90s, 80s, that sort of thing before Yelp. Pre-Yelp, you found out about a bar probably because you stumbled upon it. And now your entry point is again walking through the threshold of the bar. And these principles don't change, which is why I love this framework, because the point of excitement, the point of awareness is always going to change. It might be VR next. It might be, you know, an AI assistant tells you about a bar, which these are very real things now. The technology might change, but the framework and the principle doesn't change. You're going to be excited about something. So there's enticement, there's excitement, that sort of thing. Now, after you are excited about something, you've generated excitement, you have to enter into the experience. This is step two. So on a piece of paper, I want you to draw some arrows. Bubble number one is excitement. Circle that, draw arrow to the right. Now you're going to have entry in another bubble. Entry is all about that first impression of what can you do here? What am I supposed to do with this experience? I know what it is. It's exciting to me. It's, in, it's caught my attention. Now, what is here? Do they offer products? Do they offer services? Is somebody going to speak to me? Are they going to tell me more? Do I have to figure it out on my own? How long do I, have to, do I have to figure it out? And where do I start? So it's again about that, where do I start? So a good example for this is that if you're building out a, um, let's say you're working with a brand and you're a brand new studio, you're working with an e-commerce brand and you're trying to help them build out their customer experience and know how people are working through their brand. Of course, most e-commerce companies want to start with Instagram, yet, you know, unless they're running ads, most of these e-commerce and like retail brands, you're usually word of mouth. They're word of mouth until they're time, until they're ready to spend, spend money on ads. A restaurant's a good example too, on a very like word of mouth friendly business. So, Think about a restaurant. Most, most restaurants operate off of reviews. When's the last time you went to a restaurant that you did not look at on Yelp or hear from a friend if you're trying it for the first time? It's very rare nowadays. So your, your point of excitement is based on the, how other people talk about your company or your business. So if you're helping the company, it's important to, again, step one is excitement. And inside of excitement, you need to figure out how to generate more Yelp reviews. Is it a contest? Is it a reward for filling it out? Like these are the different marketing strategies, but the frame is the same. And then we just talked about entry as number two. Step three, again, you should have a piece of paper that has two circles on it. 
And after that second structure, I want to draw, draw another arrow to the right. And you're going to move into step three, which is engagement. Now, engagement is about the ability to deliver the goods, the ability to follow through, the ability to deliver what you say you can deliver. And as soon as you deliver that, and you understand, help the client understand, help your, yourself, your brand understand the engagement, then that's where you start getting into how smooth is the checkout process? How smooth is the product selection? Are products grouped together correctly? I can do this for any business. If it's retail, I can do it. If it's food service, I can do it. If it's, um, hell, even if it's a, a law firm, I can do it. Like if it's a service-based business, you can do the same model. It's all about that engagement. What do you have to offer? Is it easy to choose? That's all it is. Um, and then the next phase is exit. So when you exit, is there a very clear trans transaction and it's clean cut? Again, it's all about how did I feel when I left this place? Again, if it's a bar that I walk out and parking is easy, um, do I walk out and there's, you know, automatic valet there at a restaurant, if I walk out is, and, you know, I just signed a new contract with this plumbing company and I leave and, you know, they walk me to the door because they're going to do the cleaning for my entire company. Like all these different things that are very old fashioned. I'm speaking in old fashioned business terms because the internet complicates everything for, for everybody for some reason. The principles are still the same as when we were doing business in the 90s and the 80s. I wasn't alive in the 80s, but it's the same thing. We can go all the way back to the, to the 20s and the 30s. It's the same stuff. Um, so when you exit, you want to know what that experience is like when people exit. And then lastly, how do you extend? And depending on which frame of reference you're looking at, if you're in operations or if you're in sales slash marketing, you're going to want to know how is the brand extending into people? Are you doing, if you're marketing and this is going to make sense for you, are you like doing retargeted ads? Are people, you know, after they watch a video for you, are they doing like a pixel sort of counter and then picking up how long you watch the video and then going to retarget you with ads if you're spending money on ads? And then if you're not, then how are you going to follow up? This can go any way from like a service-based company that you just sold a gig to. This could go anything from like, uh, going into J crew and buying like some new pants, which is the same pants they had last year and the year before, but you're going to buy them anyway. Cause they, it's new season. And you feel like it's something new. It's the way J crew works. I love J crew. That's why I know about that. Um, and you walk out and you're like, all right, cool. Like, boom, I got the receipt in my bag. I'm now walking through the mall again, looking for the next door. What if the very next morning someone gave you a personal call or the next week somebody gave you a call and saying, hey, like we noticed you bought some pants. Um, how do you liken those things? I mean, it's something new we tried out. Just want to see what you thought about it. Um, not trying to sell you on anything new. Just want to see what you thought about that experience. Oh, it was good, man. I loved it. Da -da 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 -da. Like, cool. And that is how you build the cycle all over again, because at that point, you're now excited by the extension. And guess what? It restarts. So when you look at your piece of paper right now, I know we just rushed through this really quickly, but there's plenty of articles out on the web of how to get deeper into this. But the reason I decided to do this right now in this format is because I feel like when you're on the internet, when you're working digitally, because right now you're probably listening to this on the treadmill. You might be listening to this first thing in the morning while you're brushing your teeth. You might be listening to this while you're in the car. 
might be listening to this while, I mean, it doesn't really matter. Like you're just listening and it might be right before you go to sleep. It might be Thursday night at 8 p.m. after you just finished dinner. However you're listening right now, I just want you to know that the power that you take away from this video is all, I've already given you the tools. This is the tool. Now customize it in your form. Do not make the same mistake I made and have made many times over of getting the exact tool you need and then taking it back to another craftsman and asking how they would use it. That's like being a general contractor or being a contractor in general. I just said the exact same thing. That's ridiculous. <laughs> and being um, the wielder of a hammer is what I meant to say. And you work in construction and you show up and they give you everything you need to build the house that day. They give you a hammer. They give you a drill. They give you a tool belt. They give you all this. I've never worked in construction, so I don't know exactly what you have. They give you the tool belt. And then you go and you call up another person and say, hey, bro, like they gave me this hammer. I don't know how to use it, though. Like, well, how would you use this hammer? Bro, it's a hammer. Do you know how to use a hammer? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they told me, they showed me, but I don't really know like what I'm supposed to do with it in this context. Like, how would you use it? And you will spend all day calling three, four, five, six, seven different people about how to use a hammer when you just learned about what a hammer is, what it does. It hits something and it helps it go and go into the wall. That's actually a very strange explanation. That's a good test. It's like, could you explain to someone what a hammer does? Who knows? It's what you do with it. I think that's a very good insight that I just kind of uncovered on the fly. So like I'm, I'm trying to give you these hammers. I'm trying to give you these tools, these screwdrivers, but it's not really about what the thing does by itself. This framework doesn't do anything. It's what you do with it. Like some people use hammers to, I don't know, pick something out of the drain or like I'm thinking like the most, that's a good, like DM me the most interesting uses of a hammer that you've ever encountered besides taking out a nail and nailing something in. Like there's gotta be something else. Um, so anyway, I appreciate it. And uh, that's all I had today. Again, this is a um, slight turn from a normal Friday because normally Fridays are dedicated to like inspiration, guest episodes and like stories from me. But today I had this on my mind because you know, there's some interesting things coming up soon that I want to tell you about next week. Stay tuned to the Instagram at educated underscore underscore guests. And um, you'll be having some pretty cool announcements about a new initiative. And uh, I'll talk about it all next week. All right, cool. That's all I had. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.